who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I'll use my background in journalism to dive into topics that matter to women today, from divorce to call-out culture to masculinity to girls' confidence. Season two of Thread the Needle finds the meeting place between feminist ideals and the realities of women's lives. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shouts. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Rigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. Also, as a reminder, we are releasing Patreon-only bonus episodes starting this season. So we released our first one when we kicked off season six on Kissing Jessica Stein, and our second bonus Patreon episode comes out today on our Patreon. So if you want to hear Ellie and I talk about the incredible true adventures of two girls in love, you should head on over to bit.ly slash Patreon if you're not a patron already and make sure that you join. You can honestly, for I think $2 a month, you get these episodes, you get access to our Discord and everything. But we had a lot to say about this movie. It, we had a ton of fun. And so that's happening today. So if you are a patron, make sure you head on over to get that episode. And you just have so much to listen to this week. Oh my God. Double the episodes, double the fun. <laughs> Also in the greater lesbian universe, Spin Me Round is a new lesbian movie featuring Aubrey Plaza, which is, uh, that's it. That's really all you have to say to me. But um, yeah. one of my favorite actresses to ever be in some in queer things, um, the only good thing, not the only good thing about Happiest Season, but one of the highlights of Happiest Season. The best part of Happiest Season. Yes. Other than Jane. Let's be other than, Aubrey Plaza yeah, and Other Jane. than our good friend, Mary Holland. If you haven't yeah. listened to last episode, listen to that. But super excited for that. Give me all the Aubrey Plaza and gay shit. Plus the scene with her pushing what's her face up against the wall like looks. Here ah, for it. Here for it. So anyways, you know what? No one has heard me talk about yet this season, Ellie, hmm. in, in a way that I find really disappointing. Jojo Siwa? <laughs> it's Jojo Siwa. Weird. Okay? Listen, I just 
need to catch up about, you know, my fave and yours, Jojo Siwa, everyone. Jojo's got a new girlfriend. So Damn. Uh, the, the internets and TikTok are a buzz. Blowing up. Um, blowing up because Jojo Siwa and her new rumored girlfriend, Avery Cyrus, uh, posted a TikTok where I guess it's like an audio from... So I don't remember what reality TV show it is, whatever. But they're just like they're they're doing like a, a a lip sync to like oh we're just like good platonic friends and then like laughing about it and they're obviously not pl- not platonic, platonic friends. friends. Listen, yes, I also saw this TikTok. Yes, I also now gotta know like who's the new girlfriend, JoJo? Give us give us the give us the deets. You know, that's all. Wait, also can I say one other thing about JoJo Siwa, yes, which please. is so I am in a band with a bunch of older men. And they sent in our like group text chain. They were like, sorry, who's Jojo Siwa? (laughs) Please tell me you responded with like the the clips of every one of her Dancing with the Stars pieces. I did not. But I basically Mm -hmm. I I was like explained to old men like why she's famous. I was like, she was on Dance Moms and blah, blah, blah. And then one of the guys is like, and she's a big lesbian. (laughs) Correct, sir. And I was like, you're right. You yes. are correct. So I that's what the lay people know about Jojo Siwa. They really know the lesbian part even more than her dancing, which I think is hilarious. You know what? I'm happy for her. Yeah. Good for her. Also in the greater Les universe, lots of trailers have been coming out for some lesbian cinema that's about to come out with some of our favorite actresses. Tar, which is featuring Kate Blanchett. Have you seen the trailer, Lee? I actually haven't yet. All right. So you should watch it because I just watched okay. it earlier today. I have no clue what the film is about. It's a very artsy artsy trailer, but I do know that Kate Blanchett's in it, and I do know that she's going to be gay in it. So, like, that's all I need to know. Yeah, listen, it takes so little. (laughs) Yep. It takes so little to win us over these days. So, Mm -hmm. great. Well, that's what's happening. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 90th installment of Should Have Been Gay. Oh, it was fun. It was great. But it should have been. Are you ready for this, Ellie? I'm not. In this week's episode, Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil, she isn't a hetero, I'll die on this hill, cause everything about her makes me say, Cruella, Cruella is gay. Wow, I I was like, oh, I'm not ready. I really was not ready for that. Listen, you had to know I was going to go hard on this one. Wow, right? wow. I mean, especially with a with a movie whose soundtrack slaps this much. So hard. Yeah, <laughs> so hard. And who really leaned in? I mean, if you we're going to talk about Cruella the movie today, the more recent movie, but like even if you take Cruella Deville from like, oh yeah, the actual cartoon of 101 like the, Dalmatians, like the 60s, yeah, yeah, like Girl Is Gay. So they really leaned into it hard in this. I'm here for it. I mean, I'm so listen. here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we start with our IMDb synopsis? Oh, yes. Boy, I, I feel like I don't even know how to preface this one. The IMDb synopsis for <laughs> Cruella is this. A live action prequel feature film following a young Cruella DeVille. Who hurt you, IMDb synopsis? What? What happened? That's that's it's just sad. I feel like we must be able to do better than that, right? Yes, we can do better than that. 
So hit, hit me with your gay synopsis for Cruella. All right, Ellie. so here is my gay synopsis. Infamous drag queen Cruella Deville <laughs> <laughs> works out her mommy issues through fashion. Wow. Yep. Wow. Correct. Yep. That's what I saw. Incredible. <laughs> Um, here's my gay synopsis. I said, fashion gaven Cruella mm. DeVille terrorizes 1970s London with her outside-the-box approach to haute couture and her girlfriend and resident photographer, Anita Darling. Perfect. Perfect. I was like, I was just leaning into like, we'll talk about it. I'm leaning into like the alter ego of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I feel like, like it. it's like Estella and then she's like, but. By night, I'm Cruella. And it's like that gay, like, (laughs) so flamboyant. You're not wrong. But I also um, very much ship Anita and Cruella. Um, But also, who's the biggest drag queen in this movie? Is it uh, Cruella or is it Horace? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Or Artie. Artie too, but I mean, come on. Or the Baroness. I feel like this is literally just like night. Oh, God. Emma Thompson in this. Jesus. She's... A lot. Went went hard. <laughs> went so hard. And I mean, you believe her. She's a psycho. She really sells it. Also, I feel like you could think about this as like 1970s RuPaul dra- RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. And it's like the competition between Cruella and the Baroness. Like the Baroness so is true, like so true. the drag queen who's been in the scene for a long time. And then this new blood comes in and she's just killing everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very, very gay. Very, it's a lot. It's very a lot. flamboyant. It's like I just feel like the aesthetic of this film is gay. Mm. Just like yes. everything, oh, yeah. like visually, start to finish, is just like this is a gay film. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's discuss our experiences. What was your experience okay. with this movie, Lee? Um, my experience with this movie is I had never watched it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had never seen it. Um, I did not know how long it was going to be. Oh, yeah. Because help. Um, <laughs> it was a very long movie. My best friend is in town this week visiting. And so we sat and watched Cruella DeVille. Nice. And what an unhinged experience to get to share with someone. <laughs> I just. Truly you know? unhinged. What does she say? <laughs> like, what does she say then? You really are a psychopath. Oh, yes. So true. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy after crazy after crazy. I mean, Cruella herself, like, clearly has, like, dissociative identity disorder. There's just, like, all kinds She's of... She's a little bipolar. She's yeah. a little bisexual. She's a little whatever. <laughs> her hair <laughs> is... Yes, her hair just... is bisexual. You're right. I do have a, a strong thesis that she's actually a very strong lesbian, but that's besides the point. It besides didn't, the point. It, it didn't the land point. the joke as well. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> strong bisexual hair, strong bisexual Cruella. My experience with the film is I have seen it before. Jana told me that I had to see it because she was like, oh, you will love this movie. And she was <laughs> correct because it's so campy. I love Emma Stone's performance in it. Her as Estella versus Cruella, Emma Thompson's performance yeah. in it, incredible. The fact that like Cruella surrounds herself with all these gays, like we have Artie, who's just like clearly gay. Everyone in this movie is gay. Name Everyone. a straight person in this movie. I literally can't. Yeah. I cannot. They don't exist. Maybe the Baron, but like we didn't get to see him enough. You know what I mean? Like... He's just completely destroyed because... You mean the one guy who dies? Yeah, okay, fine, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think the straights are the Baron and Nestella's mother, and they get tragically killed off. Mm-hmm. Oh. And what's the message here, Disney? 
the gays should always win. Yes. I, I think, think the message the too is like, you have all kinds of gays. Some gays are narcissists. Some gays are, are also narcissists. Also narcissists. <laughs> Other gays are also narcissists. Yeah. <laughs> the whole point of this movie is gays are narcissists. We just really want to show that, you know, gay people come in all flavors of narcissism. Yeah. Sociopathic narcissism, mm-hmm. dissociative narcissism, fashion narcissism. I mean, yep. it's just, you it's got just options. Every okay. single type of narcissistic gay all across the gamut. Yes. And then a few Incredible. a few gays who are littered in the streets by the narcissist in their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Who just are like the we'll do anything for this hot narcissist gay. We've got them. We've got them out there. That's what Listen, I saw. Some people are meant to be doms and some people are meant to be subs. And this entire movie is such a dom to sub. Show both of those Valid choices. This is such okay? a dom sub film. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, this movie's what happens when you get two tops together. <laughs> when two, t- there cannot be two tops in this world, so they have to kill one. <laughs> like that's literally how it is. Like, what happens when you have two tops in the fashion world? One must murder the other. Who, they must fight to the death. It? They must fight to the death. There can <laughs> be only one. Who was, was it like Burger King or someone? Who did during Pride Month this year? You remember someone did that ad where they were like, for Pride, like we're pairing the same things. And they had like two bun tops and like two bun bottoms. And you were like, tell us you didn't have a gay person on your marketing team without telling us you didn't have a single oh, gay person <laughs> on your marketing <laughs> team. Yeah, this Bad. is like, this is like that in in a movie form of like a teachable moment, I think, mm-hmm. right? This exactly. is Disney's approach to teaching people why two tops together doesn't work. Like why doms don't date doms. Exactly. And top- I mean, also because like it's yeah. your mother and that would be a little cheeky. But <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I'm that- like, and also tops can't birth <laughs> Just- tops. Tops have to, listen- if, top, if a top has a top child, she has to immediately kill her. Like that's listen- how it is. As Disney is so wont to do in our should have been gays, it's just going to couch that message in a little bit of an incestuous context for us. And then we're good to go. We're rolling. We're like, we're rolling like a DeVille. Okay. That's all. We are just. The entire, like, ugh, the entire aesthetic of Cruella is so gay. I also was going to say, I was, my other synopsis for this was going to be the devil wears Prada, but it's your mom. I was like, I don't think we should go there. That's so true, though. Listen, here's what I can tell you, because I feel like the Devil Wears Prada fandom still has some of like the highest fan fiction numbers out mm. there. Like, I guarantee you someone has written that version somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not yeah. going to I'm not going to look for it. And I'm going to say this is maybe one of the few times where like listeners, please don't send me that. Please don't. don't s- Please don't. Send don't. It to me. don't send me the link, okay? But I just assume it's out there because it also, has to be also out there. It's got to be out there. I feel like someone's done it. Uh, um, but you're not wrong. That is that is very much the vibe going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk about which characters should have been gay? I just feel like there's so many themes. Oh, Jesus. That I feel like I'd rather talk about like the themes of the film that are gay. Do you know what I mean? Well, I do, but like, can we do a couple of the gayest moments then for some of the characters? Yes. Because there are some highlights I need to hit, and then I think we can dive into the themes. Yes, 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 please. So what are your gayest moments for Cruella? Well, Cruella, (laughs) I mean, right from the get-go, like, just has so many. I mean, 
just from the moment, like, what is, I wish I could remember. It's like one of the few things I didn't write down because I didn't have my notes open yet. And it was like the first line of the movie, but she's like talking about how like the world wasn't ready for her when she was yeah. born, you know? Um, and I'm like, gay. And then she goes to school and she's like, Anita Darling, what a fabulous, fabulous name. name. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, of course you're obsessed with Anita, gay. And yep. then she sneaks into a party and she like sees a whole bunch of women in like fancy outfits and like sits there in her little converse and loses her little gay mind. And yep. she's like, what is this I want to do this I want to dress women in these hot hot yep. clothes and you're like for the first time in my life I felt like I belonged I feel <sighs> like there's a huge thread with Corella of being different right of being she's like it was just me and all these renaissance gays and I finally felt like I belonged exactly somewhere. I mean it's the gayest party ever right like she <laughs> it is it's, it is the gayest party it's ever. just like flamboyance everywhere and she's yeah. like oh I fit right in finally especially because I feel like the beginning of that movie that party scene was so confusing to me that I guess like until you meet the Baroness, I was just like, did we get transported back to like the 1800s? Mm-hmm. Like what is, were, what what time zone is this movie set in exactly? Like how old, they were in a car, right? Like they drove there. <laughs> yeah, and you're car. like, and we're in the 1800s. So yeah, I yeah. literally was like a little confused because they went so hard and I was like, What's going on? Only but the gays would was... throw a theme party like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Like, who else throws theme parties like that? Tell me who. Gays. That's who. No, the Baroness constantly is throwing a gay theme party. Yes. Her and t- Hellman Hall is just like the gay bar of yes. the 70s, yeah. of London in the 70s. Hellman Hall, meet the flame, please. Like, that's, yes. That's yes. what we need. Except, like, She's just like, I'm here are. in my 1800s Renaissance gay party with my gay dogs going to kill some people like NBD just doing me. And you're mm-hmm. like, OK, yeah. Also, sure. I'm like, yeah, Cruella from the beginning. Also, you have her mother. So her, we all know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, poor mom, though. Sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry. Spoiler alert. But the Baroness is Cruella's biological mother. But she was adopted by Catherine who was a servant in the Baroness's home. Sure. sure but sure, sure. the entire beginning where you have Catherine, her mom, she's exuding like, I have a gay child and like, I don't know what to do with her. Her mom is out trying to like found P flag by herself mm-hmm. in London in the 70s. Like that's, I guess it's the 60s then. That's what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, she's like, do like, I'm going to take my daughter out of school before you expel her. Like, I'm going to go to London because... Clearly, my gay daughter needs to be in a city. Like, she's doing everything for her little gay daughter. And yeah, she got a real shit end of the stick. I, okay, wait, can I tell you? Because I'm, I'm literally looking at my notes, and I have very few things written in all caps in my notes for <laughs> except, this particular movie. Except I have one, one point in my notes, all caps, the whole thing, that just literally says, no, but the way her mom dies, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yep. So harsh. Yep. That also like a prime example of the real bad level of CGI throughout this movie for me. Oh yeah, all the dogs are so poorly oh, CGI. It's so bad. It's so I'm bad. I'm like you really couldn't have gotten real dogs for this. Like not for any of those th- I'm like I get that there are certain things where, you know, it's like fine. Okay, they're not going to like put your dogs in the middle of like a big fire and have them pull your actress out of it. Fine. Sure. But I'm like but there it's literally some of the scenes where they're like, "Okay, like walk on this couch and you're like you couldn't get a dog to do yeah that. Like, like i i don't understand there are because do- they're not fake dogs the whole time right like there are there are select scenes where it's real dogs and then they just cgi'd them like so much it's a, a little wild for me it's, i didn't get it 
insane. But also the CGI falling to her death for her mom just like made it seem even worse for me somehow. Mm -hmm. Like it was just, you know, RIP mom. So sorry. Well, it's just like, you know, true Disney fashion, like kill the parents in the first five minutes. And then let's have some fun orphans. Does does this make Cruella uh, a Disney princess now? Um, I think she's a Disney. I don't know. Is a baroness count as royalty? <laughs> right? I think so. I feel like she's a Disney princess. Forget Frozen, but is this our first gay princess? Our first openly out <laughs> Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mulan's right there, Ellie. Yeah, like, you're right. Wow. You're right. There's been wait. There's been a lot. There's been a lot. But yes, she is so gay. First, we have our family trauma. We also have when she moves to London. I also feel like this brings us to Horace and Jasper, who, first of all, Jasper is like a simp and a half for Cruella. Mm. It's Mm -hmm. bad. But I think Horace is madly in love with Jasper. Yes. So like, listen, they're gay and in love and you can't convince me otherwise. No. Well, and Horace does not like he does not want Estella to join their crew. He's like, dude, I like it being just me and you. And Jasper's like, but a girl. And Horace is like, I'm gay. Fuck you. Okay, yes, but the whole the whole Jasper simping thing is another thing for me about how gay Cruella is in this movie. Cause like there is no like romantic reciprocation. No, like she as a character is written. She lives her whole entire life with these two dudes and there's nothing. Yep. And they don't even try to pretend that there is. It's not it's not like they write a whole script where, you know, it's like, oh, maybe she and Jasper were like starting something and then she breaks out Cruella and he's like, my heart is broken because we <laughs> were in love and now you don't have the capacity to love. No, it's just like never even touched on. Oh, never yeah. Addressed, well, never, it's more just there at all. You can tell Jasper is obsessed with her, but she's well, yeah. like, you're my henchman. I also feel like, too, the way that she treats men is so gay. Like they're completely disposable. They're she like, has zero you know, interest. No interest. In any man ever. Which, to be fair, who can blame her? Like ninety eight percent of the men in this movie are gay as you could possibly be. Gay as the day is. Or they're trying to attack her. So it's like you know well, we sure. have we have these two options. I'm I mean I'm just saying like if a character has a name in this movie like the guards I don't count whatever. Yeah. yeah. Any man with a name in this movie, basically gay, gay except for like Jasper and the Baron, I guess. Horace, gay. Who else do we meet? The boss at her at her first job, gay. gay. Jeffrey, gay. Uh, gay. Artie, gay. I mean, come on, like just Artie, so gay. Also, Artie, like they're not even really shying away from that. I feel like Artie in this film is like out and gay. This is not yes. like I don't feel like they were trying to pretend Artie wasn't gay. No, they're like this I was is a gay actually- character. I was super surprised for a Disney movie. I was surprised at the level of some of the the gay dudes in this. It was a little much for me, but I need to stay on uh, on topic to finish up our our how gay is Cruella. Yes, talk yeah, about yeah. some of the other characters. Okay, here are my other gay Cruella moments. Her little her little gay work boots when she is working as the the mm. cleaning lady. Right. She's got like, I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Just show up for work in your docks every day. Like, we get it. (laughs) We see you. We see you, Estella. Her outfits, also her showing up in the, on the motorcycle. That is Mm -hmm. a gay, gay, Mm -hmm. gay outfit. And then when she starts working for the Baroness, she has one day where she like, she 
I don't know if you if you saw it, but there's like one outfit. You only see it very briefly, but she has like a little like metal made of gold like necktie, like very Avril Lavigne. You know, she was like channeling before it was a thing. Not surprising. I was into that. And what else? Just like her obsession with Anita. She's like super in love with Anita. Yeah, she's like crazy in love with Anita. And Anita's in love with her back, but we'll discuss that later. I also just feel like we've talked about this before. Pettiness. Oh, God. As a gay trait. Cruella's pettiness is insane. She's not just gonna... I mean, I feel like this is sort of also... We just did Mean Girls. That was our last one. I feel like it's like similar to that, right? Like when she gets revenge, like it's not like... Just like a little bit of revenge. She's like, no, I'm going to ruin her. Like every single, I will destroy her. I will destroy her career. I will destroy everything about her. Girl does it. And she does. And she has, and she does them not just in like the pettiest ways, but in the gayest, gayest ways, pettiest ways. Because it's like every one of her little moments where she's just like, oh, I'll just set up my little like bohemian gay runway models right here in this fountain and throw a mm-hmm. concert. And you're like, Gay vibes. Gay what vibes, gay gorilla? has not gone to like an underground fashion show? Yeah. Also, like the go- the gorilla style of all of the stuff that she's doing. Like it's partially obviously because like she doesn't have the power that the Baroness does. But I feel like that's inherently queer where it's like this is a space that's not built for me, but I'm going to build my own space and push myself into it. Yeah. It's very gay. It's very, very gay. I also, because you talked about um, Corella as a drag queen, I feel mm-hmm. like we also need to reference her little like, it's a me Mario, like drag king moments when she's in her little mustache. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because also, I'm like, there's no need for you to have that mustache. You're literally driving a truck into a jail. Like, what do you need to be in disguise for? Well, like- also just the disguises in general. That's why I was like going so hard on the drag queen, right? Where it's like, She's so flamboyant with her outfits that it's like when she's Cruella, she's a character. Like she's not even herself. She is stuck in it. Like I feel like she like she feels so much more herself in these like caricatures. And I feel like that's a super gay thing to be like, I feel so free to be myself when I am completely in costume. Like that's gay. It's uh, it's a lot. It is a lot. And to wait, her her mom, when she was younger, kept being like, what do we do when Cruella comes out? Oh, my God. So I also feel like as much as I was like, this this mom is like trying to protect her gay daughter. She also is a little bit trying to like submerge the gay. Like she's <laughs> her mom she, is the Mormons in Book of Mormon being like, put those feelings in a box. Yes. And crush it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She's like, put Cruella in a box. <laughs> yeah, put Cruella in a box and don't be gay. Which is funny considering that at the end they literally put uh, Estella in a box and bury it. So, mm-hmm. hooray. It lit- it's also like uh, Taylor Swift. Um, Taylor's not here right now. She's dead. <laughs> you can't do that while I'm drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Estella's not here right now. She's dead. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> she literally oh, does. She kills her straight persona. Yes, is incredible. Like, she what a kills message. it, right? She's Honestly. like, I never want to be that straight and boring again. I am going to be gay, flamboyant, and exceptionally me. And I'm never being that person ever again. Like, that is the whole message of this movie to me. 
Okay, my last very gay Cruella moment is, um, you know, just buying your girlfriend a dog at the end. NBD. <laughs> exactly. She's like, don't worry. I still love you, girl. I still love you. Okay. <laughs> um, See you soon. Okay, those are my gay Cruella moments. Can we talk about some of the gayest moments of some of the other characters? Where do we want to start? Because good Lord. <sighs> okay. Let's just talk about Anita because I just want to talk about Anita in terms of Cruella. I Anita. Because first of all, we've already said, like, they meet in boarding school or their elementary school where so many gay relationships are are you know just right blossoming blossoming and when cruella shows up to the party as cruella and not estella she anita immediately recognizes her so i also feel like we have this we don't really see anything between the two of them from elementary school to when she sees her at the party and i feel like there's this huge gap in the middle which is like Anita was probably crushed that the love of her life left. And when she comes back into her life, she's so happy. Mm -hmm. And she has this line. So when Cruella comes and is like, you're going to write about me, darling. She says, you have that glint in your eye. I'm starting to remember that you have a bit of an extreme side. She's like, I remember we got up to some stuff. Right? Like she, she's we did like, some experimenting. Yeah, she's like very flirtatious with it. She's like, oh, I've seen that look in your eye before. You used to be crazy. Remember those crazy times? <laughs> remember those crazy things we did? Yeah. Just crazy. And she's like, yeah, I'll do anything for you. <laughs> and she does. I love that they kind of like gloss over like Anita's involvement in all of this, you know? They're kind of just like, it's, it, we don't have to say it. Yep. She's just there. She's ready every single time. She's And she's always like, her face, every her time face. Corella shows up, she is just like, what are you doing this time, baby? I love it. And I you're have like, so wow. many notes about her face because it is this like mix of like love, admiration, like pure lust. Yeah, it's like yeah. intense. Yep. Right there with you. It, it is, is a lot intense. The faces she gives, insane. It's so much. And then there's that one. There's like one where she's like so worried for her. Mm-hmm. You know, like she gets like so super worried for her girlfriend. And you're like, oh, Anita, They're it's okay. In love. It's okay. And Ooh, it's okay. When the Baroness comes to like shake her down, she refuses to give her up. Yeah. Even though she's a terrible liar about it. Oh, a <laughs> she's horrible. Like, no, what? I have no clue who that I woman don't... is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Literally horrible. But she still doesn't give her up. No. Like, she has unwavering loyalty for this person. Anita Darling would never. Who she hasn't seen since elementary school. That's the thing yeah. where I'm like, there had to have been very intense feelings in elementary school for her to be so insanely loyal to her. Especially when, when to be fair, Cruel is like, just pretty insane oh yeah totally off the rails bananas terrifying yeah like i would be scared of her if i didn't know her yeah and this woman's like yeah i'll do anything for you babe literally (laughs) anything and also (laughs) let's just just, let's discuss what anita looks like okay she's constantly like she's got the glasses she's got the short haircut she's always in like a button-up and a tie i know that's like the journalist like kind of outfit but I also feel like it's a gay outfit mm. like Anita mm. Anita's very gay Anita's like this very is the gay. Se- this is the 70s right so I feel like Anita's like the feminist like all she ever wanted to do was be like a feminist journalist and then she like yeah. got stuck doing this gossip and she was like well 
the only thing I can do to like really be a feminist and like stoke that fire in me is to like support my lover, Cruella. That's what I see. Uh, I love it. I just think it's very fun that they went the whole they went the whole kind of like Superman Lois Lane angle, you know, of like, oh, she's like dating the journalist who photographs all of her things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here for it, you know? Also, I feel like we just have to do like a tiny uh lesbian rabbit hole because the actress who plays Anita is uh Kirby Howell Baptiste, who we might also know from The Good Place. Mm. Known known gay show The Good Place. Yeah. And Killing Eve. Makes sense. Makes sense. I feel like she's just circling around gay roles. So yep. you know. She's just hanging around the gays. That so gay ma- was gay magnetism. Anita Darling her first real gay role. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's discuss. Yes. I think so. I mean, it's just undeniable. And to like, so I forget because sorry, I I I, wa- I rewatched it, but I had to skip some things because I needed to get through it in time. What happens between her and Roger? I don't even think they meet in this movie. Nothing, right? Nothing. Okay, yeah. All they do is they set them up with Perdita and Pongo at the end because that's how they meet in the animated movie, right? Mm. They they meet because they're both walking Dalmatians, or they they meet because they both have Dalmatians, and Pongo sees Perdita mm. and like drags Roger to the park or something. I think I haven't seen one hundred one Dalmatians in a long time. So like kid, that's so. the point is like they literally have Anita in this entire film, and she never once has. A male love interest, even though we know right. that her and Roger are going to be together based on yeah. what we know about 101 Dalmatians. But like they don't go for it. And I feel like it's because they're just leaning into it and they're like, like they could have had one moment where they met, but they don't because she's yeah, gay. I don't think they do. If they do, man, I for sure don't remember it and did not write it down because I did not it care. Does not it. <laughs> it does not matter. It does not matter. We'll be back after a quick ad break. You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy, but how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com. Okay, who else is gay in this movie? Everyone. Um, The Baroness. Should we talk about the Baroness real quick? Okay, so let's talk about the Baroness. As we were talking about narcissism, narcissistic gays. Oh, my God. She's at the top. Holy. She's insane. Holy She's insane. Shit. I have so... I wrote down so many of the Baroness's quotes just because I adore them because she's absolutely just bonkers. bonkers. Like, just... I just love her little... Like, her attitude when she has that party and she's like, here's to me and i'm like 
She's who like, who else you? would I cheers to, darling? Oh my god! But she has so many things of like, aren't they gorgeous and vicious? It's my favorite combination, and I'm like, oh wow, wow! Like Emma Thompson just went so hard in this role, and I'm so here for it. She personified this insane character so perfectly it's scary she really did like Like, she did not hold back she was so effortlessly this psychopath that you're like huh it was wild it was delightful Um, though yeah no so good so i wish i loved the baroness less honestly because i like i feel a little bad for how much i adore her (laughs) because she murders everyone yeah because she's a, a psychopathic yeah, like murder. But I also person. feel like that's why she's gay is but because she, like even yeah. or she's gay, but like she's also like a gay like that like that version of a gay icon. That's why I sort of like mentioned that the RuPaul's Drag Race. Like I do feel like there's some drag queens who are like you're like they're horrible, mm-hmm. and I love it. And I love it. Right. And like, I do. Like, like, what does it tell you when I love littering? Like, she throws her fucking lunch oh, out of the car Oh, I love when she threw the lunch. That was I'm perfection. Like, that is so perfect. So perfect. Like, just the vibes immaculate. Yes. Absolutely yes. impeccable. Like, just everything she does in this movie. I'm like, why do I love you so much? She also oh, no. surrounds herself with only men, right? Only gay men. Only gay men. Because she's like, you will, like, and she, also, okay, so she's with the Baron. She's so pissed off when she gets pregnant. And I feel like let's dive into that piece a little bit. Because I feel like her and the Baron only had sex once. Yeah. And that's why she's so pissed. She was like, I married this, I'm gay as hell. Yeah. And I married this man to get his fortune and to have a beard and to be able to do whatever the fuck I want. And of course, one night I got a little too tipsy and accidentally slept with my husband and now I'm pregnant and it's ruined Tale my- Tale as old as right? time. <laughs> That's what I think happened. That's why she was so pissed. And then too, she's like, okay, I cannot have this baby upstage me. Like how gay, what the ultimate diva to say, I have a baby and they're going to upstage me. So I need them dead. A baby. Just wild. Just wild. Why do I love the Baroness so much? <laughs> because Just wild. Because think about her as a drag queen. Like literally, you would pay to see that show. She's so she throws these incredible theme parties. She's constantly impeccably dressed. She reads everyone around her. Like the men when she sits in that in that meeting and she's like, Yes. I know you're embezzling money and here's your Swiss bank account number. Like Oh my God. I mean, even Cruella falls in love with her a little bit before she realizes holy shit this woman's insane and she's and she stole the necklace from my mom yes and And she killed my mom again like pettiness level off the charts off the charts when she sets her on fire and she's like you killed my mom and she's like you're gonna have to be more specific what dead Dead, absolutely dead. She's just been just living her incredible. whole life, killing everyone who got in yeah. her way, <laughs> and, and she's over. and she's perfect. She's perfect. <laughs> I also See, wait. Can we talk about? Can we talk? She about is that gay one? kryptonite. 
She is. She is. Can we talk about the one quote? Um, it's like it's a Cruella moment, but it's about the Baroness. Let's be real. But when when Cruella finds out and she rides her little moped scooter to Regent Park and she does her whole monologue, which like also just can we take a hot moment for that monologue to be like Emma Stone nailed mm. it. Like she really kills it. She's she so good in this role. Was great. But I just want to highlight one quote from that monologue where she goes. My nemesis is my real mother, and she killed my other mother. <laughs> and, like, doesn't skip a beat. And I was just like, wow. 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 This movie really not shying away from anything. No. <laughs> She's just like, I have two bombs, and I'm I just am, a yeah. lonely, confused lesbian <laughs> with a personality disorder. <laughs> I know. I have two mommies. What will I ever do? <laughs> Oh, God. She's like, I know, I'll wear a mustache and break my little henchman out of jail. And you're like, okay. She's like, sure. I'm, I need my gaze. Come on, gaze, get in the truck. Oh, God. Is that also, is that speech where she does the, uh, the I was born brilliant, mad, and a yes. little bit bad. And you're like, wow. 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 <laughs> just really coming for the gaze with the speech, I think. Everything, like, I just feel like I would love, I would be living my best life to be at a Cruella de Vil fashion show. You know, every oh single person God, in the audience imagine? is gay as hell. And they're just like, at that we fountain. are gay. We love yes. this fountain. <laughs> like, yes. Can you imagine, you know, it would be the best thing. Just thought experiment this with me. A Cruella fashion show with an audience full of like, modern day gays right Mm -hmm. like i'm just because the thing is is like i get it it was the 70s but i'm like don't you just wish that like you had had some little like fashion twink on that fountain being like yes queen like (laughs) yes yes Yes. it would have really made my life more complete well i mean i feel like that's already like but I agree. I know, but I, but it's like, yeah, but it's different. It's they different. They couldn't completely take him out of the time, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I just, I'm just saying, like, imagine like a small team of like just like a little crew, just a little gay of, squad, like, yeah, yeah. 2022 gays, right? Just cheering on Cruella. I mean, like, there was not one sleigh in this movie, and like, I just feel like it would have been. I feel like if. If you were in a movie theater filled with a bunch of gays watching this movie, that would be oh my god, wild. Yes, how do we do? Th- how do we host a showing for the gays mm. of Cruella? I mean, we can make like we can make themed drinks. <gasps> everyone could have a, a Cruella wig. Oh like my the, god! Like one end- of those drinks is going to be set on fire. Yes, like the yes. ending party, right? But everyone shows up as Cruella to watch the movie <gasps> Cruella. I love it. I want to do this. Okay. This is just also like another layer of like Disney villains are always fucking gay. so fucking gay. And this is a movie with nothing but villains and every single one of them they made gay. So gay. It is wild to me. And it is 20. When did this come out? 2021? 2021. Yeah. So like it's 2021. Like you at this point, you know what you're doing. You You are keeping these villains flamboyant, queer-coded, and we're here for it. Oh, my God. Because, okay, while we're talking about gay villains, can we talk about Horace and Jasper a little bit more? Mm -hmm. Because Horace, Horace. Horace, you poor little man. Horace is so gay. Like, first of all, you meet Horace, and the first thing you learn about him is that he named his dog Wink, which, like, 
He's like, I'm gay. Here's my dog, Twink. And I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. literally. I see you. Here's I my see little you, chihuahua. Here's my little gay chihuahua, Twink. And you're like, I see you, boy. How many I gay men doing here. do we know who own chihuahuas? And then, like, oh, my God, right from the very beginning, like that when she gets kicked out of that job at Liberty, right? Mm-hmm. And he had taken all these clothes. And then he's home. And he's, like, trying all, all these little outfits from liberty and he's like feeling himself and he is super into it and i'm like i love you so much and then he dresses in drag later at the party when he's got the little Mm -hmm. uh corilla wig on and he's clearly feeling himself again and he's super into like Artie. they have that one moment where like she uh corilla's like oh we need Artie's tribe of dressmakers and horace gives her this little like I like him. And I'm like, of course you do, Of course Horace. you do. Of course you I do. Because Jasper Horace, has never yeah. noticed you the way you want him to. I really, really hope that Horace and Artie get together. because I hope so, too. I want it so badly. Horace has been dealing with unrequited love his pretty much his entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, since he was a child, he's, like, in love with Jasper. Like, And Horace and Jasper are so cute together. Like, when they're sitting eating breakfast and Corella comes in and smashes everything. I'm like, this is their morning, right? They're every so domestic. Every morning they sit with their cup of coffee. They they sit with their... It's, uh, it's almost definitely tea, Ellie. Come on. Oh, sorry. Sorry. We're in England. We're in London. Please. They sit with their tea. They have their cereal. They read the paper. Like, they're always planning something together. Even too, like, okay, Jasper gets Corella the job at Liberty, right? I feel like oh, Horace is like, what's the angle? But I also feel like now that Corella's out of the picture, like Horace and Jasper are still living their best life. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. like really, it's the two of them. It's the two of them. They're so happy. I love it. But also he'd be happier with Artie. And I just want him to find a nice guy. That's all. I know. Who reciprocates his feelings because Jasper mm-hmm. just, he's not going to get there. But then it's just like every man in this is gayer than the next. Like the the boss who refuses to ever let her do anything mm-hmm. is like so gay. And then his little assistant shows up when he's like when when the Baroness shows up and this little assistant shows up and he's like, she's coming, she's coming. And I'm like, OK, well, you're definitely stooping your assistant. Like, who who do we think we're fooling with this? And then the Baroness shows up with like Jeffrey next to her. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe there's like a whole thing going on with Jeffrey because like Jeffrey could not be any gayer. If he tried mm-hmm. with his little glasses and everybody, like, just every guy in this. It is a lot. This entire film is about the fashion industry, so, like, no shit. Yes. What but men you know are in the fashion funny? industry who are not gay? Okay, maybe maybe I'll use this as a jumping-off point to start touching on, like, some of the themes of the movie. Because this is the thing that I think is so funny. Is like, listen, I know we do a lot of Disney should have been gays, Find me a straight Disney movie. I don't think it exists. But this, this is not subtle. This is oh, not, I don't, like, blatantly this is not the kind of gay. thing where you're like, it's not, did we're you not know digging. you did this? We're not no. digging for this. We're not like, like oh. These are gay characters. Yeah. And anybody who watches this movie would have to know they're gay characters. And they did it in a really blatant, obvious way that I uh, honestly surprises me for a Disney movie like I think the most surprising thing about this for me I mean besides the fact that I'm just like who did you make this for Disney because like it is wildly unhinged and gay and 
like who who else was the target audience here like i just don't understand what what are straight people supposed to get behind in this movie i but no but that's why i'm saying drag queens straight people love drag queens i guess so they really do the flamboyance like i feel like that shit sells even to straight people so like this is like is oozing with like gay men energy mm. You know what I mean? Like that kind of gay energy, even though, of course, we still have some lesbian shit with Cruella and Anita. But like even some of the stuff about Cruella is very like stereotypically gay men. Same thing with the Baroness. Like both of them are very gay men heavy to me. That's why I say drag queen. And I just feel like that shit sells. That's why we have way more gay men movies than we have lesbians. Disney, right? I mean, I don't I think that's. It's definitely a departure. It's a departure this, for them. It's a departure from what year. they're Maybe used to. Maybe this was like their foray into, you know, like. And I think it worked for them. Like I to think, the gays. I think it did really well. I mean, listen, if you're gonna make a movie for the gays, yeah, you cast Emma Stone and Emma Thompson as drag queens, surround them with a whole bunch of gay men and like high fashion, like nonsense and pettiness and exactly. Just, I mean, that's like gay yeah. crack. That's like gay catnip right there. Oh yes. Also, it's incredible. One in- it won an Oscar. Did it for, for costume design? Oh well, of course it did. I mean, it's, yeah. it's fucking unreal. The costumes are. I I ins- don't even know why I asked. That's so obvious. Insane. I I'm ashamed of myself. It also has a 97 percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and it says it's it's a comedy slash kids and family film. <laughs> Fun for the whole family. Do you like fashion or murder, kiddo? Yeah. <laughs> literally what this is not a children's film but whatever you want to say disney whatever you want to say wow wow yeah this movie is for the gays for the gays uh yeah family family fun fun. (laughs) family fun (laughs) completely narcissistic murderous women don't you love it yeah i mean yes i do but like (laughs) but like not for the kids insane Uh, it's it's Amazing. still I think it's rated PG thirteen still though so I'm like okay at least they like are not like this is a fun animated film PG yeah right yeah thematically though too I wanted to talk about revenge as a theme oh yes right okay please hit me because I do feel like there's like a huge just like the gayness of revenge right mm. Cruella was completely like beaten down when she was younger because she was gay right she was bullied in school like so many things and so i feel like that rage that gay rage just like completely came out in like this gay revenge fantasy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and she does revenge in a gay way like <laughs> here's my revenge i'm gonna i'm gonna have a fashion show Eat it. (laughs) Take that, mom. Take that, mom. I'm going to be a fashion designer. Revenge. (laughs) That's a gay revenge plot. That is a gay revenge plot. It really is. It's like, I ruined your dress because I made it out of (laughs) moths. Idiots. Yeah, you haven't uh, seen the last of me yet. Drives off on her garbage truck. Yeah, I mean it's it's a little bit much. I'm gonna steal this flamboyant car. Oh my god, so good. 
I'm going to steal your dogs and treat them really well. I know that's the <laughs> other thing that like I have to say I I was a little surprised that I felt like Disney couldn't even lean into the fact that like they have the stuff at the beginning where I was like okay kind of funny to take a a spin-off of a beloved children's classic about Dalmatians who are like the cutest fucking little button and puppies. turn them into vicious animals. Oh my god, those dogs at the beginning that knocked the CGI the CGI dogs at the beginning that knocked the CGI mom mm-hmm, off the CGI mm-hmm. cliff. <laughs> yep, sounds <laughs> Just, right. Um are terrifying. Oh yeah. And I was like I find it a really funny move to like spin everything on its head to the point that you're like in the prequel Cruella's the protagonist and the Dalmatians are the bad guys you know yeah I was like I was totally getting behind the whole like oh we're gonna have like the Baroness be the, the but like it was funny to me that they tried to lean so hard into making the dogs terrifying and horrible and so I was like okay well I mean I get it like that's going to justify for us how much Cruella wants to like skin a whole bunch of puppies in the next Mm -hmm. movie sure 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 but then instead they make her still like the dogs and she like adopts all these dogs and I was like so why are you trying to skin a whole bunch of Dalmatians later on like I is don't it know. just because I think it's just to get revenge Roger, on the- what's his face married your girlfriend? Like- yeah. Well, actually, pro- wait, that's so bad, but true. Wait, they made her villain origin story gay. <laughs> because otherwise, because otherwise, no there's no reason. reason she's they don't provide any. No, she's so pissed off in in the um, sequel that is 101 Dalmatians that she's like. You can't be happy, Anita. If she's I'm- like, I got you that dog so that we could have a dog together, and then you went and like married a dude with a dog, so I will kill all the Dalmatians. Yep. Now. <laughs> like, which honestly tracks perfectly tracks. well for Cruella as the character that they have created in this film. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but yeah, I just thought it's funny that it's like you know at the end when uh, when she's like trying to uh, the Baroness is trying to sick the dogs on her again, and she's like, I kept waiting for her to just like jump and let them jump over the cliff or something, but instead she's like, sit. <laughs> she's like, no, she's they like, love sit, me. Love you, puppies. Let's go home. And you're like, god damn it. But also, I I love it. I love that they turned it on its head because that's the point, right? That's the point of these like villain origin stories they still make them villainous like she's pretty she's a villain yeah but they make them so much more likable and you're like I know. and and they make them so much more likable and they did not set themselves up with a good uh a good like through line into the story of 101 101 dalmatians i don't all, know if so. they're gonna are they making a cruella like a new cruella like cruella no i don't know but I it's just like they're, they're, they're just, clearly setting up the like if you know 101 Dalm- dalmatians like oh look isn't it funny that she sent them perdita and pongo like bah, ha, ha, ha. oh also wait a minute sorry just to get into the disney loves incest angle a little bit more <laughs> oh, does God. that mean that perdita and pongo came from the same litter and therefore when they get married and have a whole bunch of babies in 101 dalmatians that they are brother yep. and sister yep cool yep sounds cool, right cool, cool. Yep, just want to make right. sure we yep, yep, yep. get that out there Listen, kids, <laughs> fun for the whole family. Marry also, your sister. I know. Also, I did see this, that Cruella 2 is going to come oh out God, at some point. Oh, my God, stop it. 
If she does not kiss Anita in that movie, I will. I, I will. Can we'll have to not. revolt with a fashion show. <laughs> we'll have to throw an angry fashion show at Disney about it. Yes. <laughs> Please stop queer baiting us. Make Cruella. Make Cruella <laughs> finally our first gay, openly gay Disney. Listen, villain. if there was ever a movie to do it, I mean, Jesus, just like, do it. I would die if the sequel of Cruella. Right? She has this huge mansion now. The sequel starts with her completely like in bed with a bunch of women. Stop. <laughs> and they all have stop. And because she's also. Almost as narcissistic as her mother. They're all wearing Corella wigs. I can. <laughs> I absolutely cannot. And then she's like, Jasper, could you fetch me my coat? And he's like, fuck. <laughs> I, listen, I, I'm only going to say this one time because I feel like I ha- it has to be. Somebody has to say this and I'm going to take one for the team. But like if they went there. Like, imagine the fucking lingerie that you would find mm-hmm. in Cruella DeVille's bedroom. Yep. <laughs> That's all. All I'm going to say. That's all. Let's just all take a collective moment of silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine for yourself, listeners. Okay. There. All right. I we're just, good. We're good. I, feel like, <laughs> I just feel like if you're going to say, like, her getting out of a bed full of models, like, mm-hmm. imagine what she would be wearing. Perfection. That's all. Oh. They'd be wearing nothing, and we're all and happy yes, here. Okay. That's fine. So, Cruella 2 rated R, we said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cruella 2, X-rated. <laughs> um, I am going to be NC really 17. sad, though, that Cruella 2 probably will not feature... Actually, it could still feature the Baroness, because she's in jail. Yeah, she's she's in jail. She okay, die. okay, okay. As long as... If Emma Thompson is in it, I'll be very happy. But um, yes. Wait, can we do... Can we do... They're both trying to date Anita? Oh, God. The Baroness how messy, how messy and Cruella can, how, like, fighting over Anita. How well, much chaos can we work into this movie? Why is who hasn't contacted us to write this yet, Ellie? I don't understand. No one's gotten in touch. We're right here. <laughs> I'm so surprised. That's <laughs> what kills me about this movie is like it is just pure gay chaos from start to finish. It really is. It really is. So like you can just let your mind run with like the craziest shit because you're like it's Cruella. Like there's no you know there's no societal norm rules here. Like we can do whatever no. the fuck we want. It's Cruella. No. Yeah, There's I love it. It's nonsense. Oh my gosh! All right, well, do we want to go into our character ships since we've we've really gone the gamut on all of these gays? I think we should. Okay, who's our first ship? Cruella and Anita. Cruella and Anita. I mean, you have to, right? Cronita. Anella. Mm. Good names. And and yeah, I think Anella, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't it. know. I do. I. It's like I can't decide. Do I like the crew or the Ella? More? Yeah, like they're both so good. They're both so good. Ugh, Cruella, Cruita. Cruita. <laughs> I love it. Either way, I ship them. Um, what about Horace and Artie? Uh, Hardy, Hardy. <laughs> oh, because they're both Hardy, and yeah. also my heart. I just feel like they'd be so cute together. They'd be so and sweet together. And I feel together. like. I feel like what I want, okay, again, listen, Cruella 2, we've got some ideas. I just want Horace to, like, come up to his boyfriend, Artie, and, like, kind of, like, you know, seem like he wants to ask something, but, like, he doesn't know how to ask something. And then Artie's like, do you want to me to make you some clothes? And him be like, 
Mm-hmm. Like just nodding his little head, and then he makes him already makes his boyfriend like the dopest little outfit, and he's so gay. It probably has like a whole bunch of sequins, and he feels fabulous. And he and I just want his little face with the biggest beaming smile because he'd be so happy. I know they're so. I see it. I see it all. They're so cute That's together. That's all I want. I just love them together. Also, the Baroness. I cannot in good conscience, ship her with anyone, but we just know she's gay. I feel like the Baroness, like, here's the thing. I picture Cruella in a bed full of, like, very, very Mm. attractive women. I feel like I just picture the Baroness in a bed full of, like, dresses. Yeah, she, like, she also, like, feels so, like, she is... You as a person, like, watching it are attracted to her yeah. because she's Emma Thompson and she, oh, my God, just really kills the role. <laughs> but I don't feel, I cannot imagine her being attracted to is, anyone else Is by, the but Baroness herself. an ace icon is what we're saying? Could be. Could be. Could be. I really, I mean, Disney's getting pretty progressive with this one. I just <laughs> Cruella, the most progressive Disney film yet. I honestly think it might be, Ellie. It I'm actually, not even joking. It actually could be. Like, You're not to wrong. make this movie this blatant in the year of our Lord 2021, like, you know what you did. Mm-hmm. I really think this might be, like, I, listen, we're, we have and will continue to talk about an awful lot of gay Disney movies. This might be the gayest Disney movie I've ever seen. Like, in, 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 in not subtext. Yeah. In, like, in, in completely in yes. absolute terms like yeah this is the gayest one i think oh, i don't for sure. know it's super gay it's so gay so yeah i don't know that i can ship the baroness with a character no but with her fall fashion line i've shipped the baroness with herself i feel like it's the only person she can love yeah here's to me <laughs> with her fall fashion line <laughs> <laughs> with the moth eggs <laughs> uh, um, Ellie, it would be the spring fashion line. What are you talking you're about? You're right, you're right. Sorry, spring fashion line. Come on. The Baroness and her spring Did fashion line. Did you learn line. nothing from this movie? I was not paying attention to the fashion. The entire the, the entire movie is about fashion, and I was like, no, nothing. Nothing's going through the set. Also, did her boss have a name at the store? I don't know. But yeah, Did him and his assistant. I ship I ship him and, and his assistant or him and Jeffrey. I don't I mm. don't know who more. Um, but definitely one of them. Maybe all three of them. They can have a thruple. We can, yeah, we, I'm sure Cruella I'm was feeling bound to have a thruple today. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a thruple. Have a thruple. You have a thruple and you have a thruple. Thruples for everyone. Yes. Incredible. After talking about this film, though, I feel like we can all agree that Cruella should have been gay. Should have been gay. Like, so gay. All right, so it's time for our Q and gay. Let's do this. Q, 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 Q and, 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 and gay. gay. All right, question number one, Lee. Are there any straight people in fashion? A, yes, or B, no? There are, in fact, no straight people in fashion. Mm-hmm. Correct Zero answer. straight people. Correct answer. <laughs> question number two, Ellie. What's the best Cruella prank? Is it the garbage truck, the stuck in the car, the wig party, or the moth dress? I really love the garbage truck. Like I do, too. It just, I was so hoping you'd say that. It just stays with you visually. I she just really also kills it. 
there's something so like deep and meta. She's like making a statement at the same mm-hmm. time and like we love it, you know? She's like, "Listen, fast fashion killing the earth, like garbage everywhere." Just like, "Oh, I am am I garbage? Are the dresses garbage? We're all garbage." <laughs> We're all garbage. I'm just I'm here for it. Like, we like an art piece that makes you think, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She really killed it. All right, question number 3. Who do you like better, A Estella or B Cruella? Oh, this is such an impossible choice because I do love Estella. I actually do. I think it's just that I love Emma Stone. Who am I kidding? Mm-hmm. I just adore her. But Cruella. It's she's Cruella such all a the bitch. Way. And like I also <laughs> hate her, right? Yeah. But she's also but that makes you love incredible. Her. I know. Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. very torn by the whole thing. I just like them both. You gotta just But also Estella's them. dead, so it's gotta be Cruella. That's got to be Cruella. Okay, number four, Ellie. Who's your favorite Cruella pup out of A, Wink, B, Buddy, C, Genghis, or D, Perdita? It's got to be A, Wink for me. He's that so little cutie. chihuahua is so freaking cute. I want I know. him, him in, in my his pocket. little rat outfit. <laughs> so <laughs> cute. He's just so cute. I just love Wink. He has the most personality out of all of them, too. Like, I feel like he they does. really give him some good shit. I know. I was, I honestly, I kept waiting for Buddy to do something more. Like, no, it's like he just it felt like he's just there. Yeah. I felt like they needed him as a plot device in the beginning of the movie. And so then they just kind of kept him, even though I was like, I, I, I uh, really thought he was going to do something at some point. Like I was waiting for him to become like instrumental to something, you know? Nothing. And I, I was a little disappointed in you, Buddy. You just didn't step up the way Wink did. That's Mm-mm. all. All right. Question number five, Lee. What would you do to stay at the top? A, work hard. B, steal designs. C, gorilla fashion shows. Or D, kill everyone. Let's go with C, gorilla fashion shows. Mm. You know, I don't know if I'm quite at the murderous sociopath level, but you know, you got to you gotta step it up sometimes, right? You got you to gotta show a little innovation. You got to think outside the box. I would just kill everyone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't, listeners. Don't. Don't. Ellie's me like in. work hard. I mean, yeah, I would work hard. There you go. Work really hard. That's yeah, the, the innovation's good. Ugh, listeners. As always, you can answer our Q and Gay questions on our Twitter at Let's Hang Pod. Let me hear you say hip hip hip. We love hearing from all of you and we love continuing to build this community. So we just want to shout out some of our favorite things every week. And this week, we want to start with shouting out one of our listeners, Laura, who messaged us to suggest a should have been gay on X-Files. And like, Been there on our list. Still there. Yes. Um, Jillian Anderson, give it to me in my veins. Or know like the the foremost queer X-Files expert, like also please send them our way because I'll be honest, I haven't watched X-Files in a really long ass time and I do not have time to rewatch the whole show. Plus, Kelsey's not going to watch it with me. Too spooky. So yeah. We need an expert. I'll I'll go back (laughs) and do some like some rewatches, but we need we need someone who like, yeah. Calling all gay X-Files experts. <laughs> We're going to get we need flooded. You. We need one of those like Uncle Sam posters. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Jillian Anderson is the face yes. of Uncle Sam. Oh, my God. Yeah, yes, I'm here for that. Please. Also, yet again, would really like to thank everyone who supported The Flame Live in New York City. It was a huge success. Thanks to all of you. So thank you for that and for your continued support. 
And as always, we want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Tanya Ferguson, Jacqueline Rose Nishino, Saren Julia, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, A.D. Benitez, and Fiona W. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Julia Gonzalez, and Leah Henley. Thank you all so much. And to all of our patrons for all your support. We could not keep doing this show without all of you. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Let's Hang Out Pod. You can email us at lesshangoutpod at gmail.com. You can check out our website at lesshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they drop every week. We're also posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash pod to catch them. Remember, Let's Hang Out is an independently produced show. It's hosted by us with audio production by Ellie. Our production assistant is Kristen Mirison. Various Twitter shenanigans and other things by me. (laughs) If you want to support our little podcast, there are a ton of ways that you could do that. The first is you can go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review. It helps new people find the show. Or you can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We have two bonus episodes up right now. And we will be releasing even more once a month as the season progresses. So you're going to want to join so you get access to those at just as low as $2 a month. You can get that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. If you want to pick up some merch, the seasons are changing yet again. So if you need some new, you know, like long sleeve crewnecks or a hoodie or all sorts of like warm weather stuff, or if you live somewhere uh, that it is still warm, you could get some tank tops still or t-shirts. But you can find all of our designs at our tea Public. You can find it at bit.ly slash lesshop. And remember, we also have a queer production company making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings that you can find everywhere at at dollarbeanprod. You can also check out our website, dollarbeanproductions.com. You can listen to all the episodes of our first show, The Flame, on any podcasting app. And if you want to help support us in making more musicals, we have started already recording for our next musical, Journey to the Heart. So if you want to help support us making that and other musicals down the road, you can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And And let's let's hang hang out out again again soon. soon. Let's hang out.